Monday evening, the Heisman Trophy finalists were announced. Did C.J. Stroud make the cut? Three Buckeyes were named true freshman All-American by 24-7 Sports, and Holtman's boys are back in the AP Top 25. All that and more in this episode of Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back for the episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, December 7th in the year 2021, and the holidays are right around the corner. The perfect gift can be sent friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. I also want to thank every person out there for making Locked on Buckeyes their first listen of every single day. All season long, many people were wondering if Ohio State would have a Heisman Trophy finalist at the Heisman Trophy ceremony in December. At, t- at times, there were people saying it should be Travion Henderson and C.J. Stroud if they play like we believe they can. There will be two guys in New York representing the Ohio State Buckeyes up to win the Heisman Trophy for this season. Well, only one of those two made the cut at the end of the season, and as the season progressed, we see why there's only one, not two. C.J. Stroud was named a Heisman Trophy finalist for this year. The Heisman Trophy will be winner will be announced and will be awarded to one of these four individuals. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Kenny Pickett from Bryce Young from Alabama, and Aiden Hutchinson from the team up north. All four of those individuals had phenomenal seasons, had different things that were part of their game the entirety of the season, and they are all advised. I'm going to go through some more stuff with Ohio State, but I'm highly surprised that Will Anderson didn't make it from Alabama. If you look at the numbers, if you look at how he played from beginning to end of the season, you would say, wow, if Aiden Hutchinson is there, so should the Will, Will Anderson from Alabama. He should be there as well, or Will Anderson over. Aiden, I know we live in a microwave society or moment society where it's instant, whatever is right there in front of me. Bam, I like that or I don't like that. I love it. And people hopped all over Kenneth Walker III and then hopped off that train quick, fast, and in a hurry and got on Bryce Young, got on Aiden Hutchinson. That kind of somewhat fell off of Will Anderson, which really surprised me. I firmly believe Kenneth Walker III should be in New York this weekend. Ohio State is tied with Oklahoma and Notre Dame to have the most Heisman Trophy winners, Ohio State's winners, and they go back all the way to 1944. That's how much success Ohio State has had, not just on the football field, but also individual success with players that have won this prestigious award. The first winner from Ohio State that won the Heisman Trophy was Les Horvath. He was a halfback, and he won that thing in 1944. Halfback Vic Janovich won it in 1950. Halfback Howard Cassidy, he was a third-place winner in 1954, but Mr. Cassidy won the Heisman Trophy in 1955. The only two-time Heisman Trophy winner is still at The Ohio State University. Archie Griffin won it in back-to-back years in 1974 
1975. Running back Eddie George won it in 1995. And then, and then the last Heisman Trophy winner that Ohio State has had was Troy Smith in 2006. He's also the only non-running back or halfback. I I put them together with their with their grouping and how they're in their position, but the old school way halfback fullback was two different positions. I do think why. Well, no, Troy Smith is the only quarterback that Ohio State has had win the Heisman Trophy. That might change this year. C.J. Stroud had a phenomenal season, 3,862 passing yards, 38 touchdowns, five interceptions. He led the Ohio State offense, and the Ohio State offense was the best in the country with 45.5 points per game and 551.4 yards per game as well. Think about how C.J. Stroud's numbers would have been better, a whole lot better, if he played. Now, granted, he was hurt. That game sending him out was needed, I do believe, for his health and long-term growth throughout the season. But if he wasn't hurt early in the season, if he didn't suffer two injuries, one in fall camp, I mean, one right before fall camp as well, if he didn't suffer those injuries, we will be looking at C.J. Stroud as a different quarterback, not a worse quarterback, but a better quarterback, and in a better light than we're currently looking at him in. When it comes to the Heisman Trophy, I got four things here that I do believe the current voters look at. Right or wrong, the current voters use these four criteria. Now, they might not say this, but when, they're, when you put their vote together, when you see that everybody that was named a Heisman Trophy finalist was a Michigan, Ohio State, Pittsburgh, or Alabama player, nobody, I don't, I don't remember anybody in the like, throughout the season looking at anybody out west. Only person I remember hearing about is Caleb Williams from Oklahoma because he came in and took over for Spencer Rattler, who was a preseason Heisman Trophy um, contender, and I never, ever, ever understood that. But there are four things that I do believe Heisman, Heisman Trophy voters look at, or they just subconsciously use these criteria when considering who should win the Heisman Trophy. Time of your big performance. Remember Kenneth Walker the third, and I, I've said it all year long: the timing of your loss, the timing of your performance is big with it when it comes to the committee and where you're going to fall as, as far as the playoff seating. Or also the timing of your big performance and how you're going to win post and if you're going to win postseason awards. Also, the time zone you play in. Notice everybody that I mentioned plays in the Eastern time zone. If you go back a few years from now, a few years ago, Christian McCaffrey played out west at Stanford. That time zone hurt him. If he played on the East Coast, I do believe Christian McCaffrey would have won the Heisman Trophy because he was the best player in college football during that season. Also, the helmet you wear, Christian McCaffrey was knocked. If he would have worn the USC helmet instead of the Stanford helmet, different story. But the helmet you wear is also a big factor. But then also the position you play. I mentioned Will Anderson. I mentioned Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson, a finalist. Anderson, not. I don't think either one of them are going to win the award. Because of the position they play, running back, quarterback, that's basically it. Last year, Devonta Smith, that was amazing. I don't think Jalen Waddle would have won the Heisman if he didn't get hurt. But when you have wide receiver two come in and grow in the way that he did throughout the season, so be it. It's rare for a wide receiver to win the Heisman. Happened last year. Don't think it'll happen next year or the year after or for quite a long time from now because that position normally gets overlooked. 
when it comes to the Heisman Trophy conversation. C.J. Stroud, a Heisman Trophy finalist, congratulations. We'll see and find out if he won- if he wins the Heisman Trophy this weekend. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all the insights. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Price Picks offers every sport you could think of, like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. Price Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world. And offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players as well. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. You pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Thank everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Locked On Buff Guys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And I want once again want to thank everybody for making Locked On Buff Guys their first listen of every single day. There were three Buckeye football players that were named true freshman All-American. We are in the part of the year and the calendar where it is award season. C.J. Stroud is up for a couple of awards, the Davey O'Brien Award and the Manning Award. The Davey O'Brien Award goes to the best signal caller or quarterback that is in college football, the Manning Award. It goes to the same player. However, the Manning Award is the only quarterback, only award, a college football award that is awarded at the end of the season and takes into account your bowl performance. And then also, CJ Stroud is a semifinalist for the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year Award as well. He's already won Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, quarterback, and freshman of the year for the Big Ten. I mean, he's racking up awards. Possibly he's going to rack up some more before the season is complete. But there are three true freshmen that were named All-Americans via 247 Sports, 24-7 Sports. And I do believe all three of these gentlemen will be big pieces, at least over the next two years for the Ohio State Buckeyes and the success that both the offense and defenses have. Traviana Henderson was named true freshman All-American. Also, Tyleek Williams, defensive tackle, and then, and then Denzel Burke, the bright spot, the one that took us by surprise week number one and never really, really let us down until 
game against Michigan, he was just ask, he was just doing a whole lot of things. I do believe they were coaching him to do things that he hadn't done previously in the season, and it really hurt him during his performance in that game. However, when you're a cornerback, biggest game of the year, you're dealing with elements you haven't dealt with all season long. You got to really learn how to adapt very quickly because if you don't, you might get put on Jump Street. Travion Henderson is not the only Big Ten running back that is on this that is named a true freshman All-American by 24-7 Sports. The other one is Braylon Allen, running back from Wisconsin. Also, some other individuals that are Big Ten football players that were named true freshman All-Americans by 24-7 Sports. You have Connor Colby, offensive lineman for the Iowa Hawkeyes. You also have Junior Colson from the team up north. And then also he Junior Colson's a linebacker. Then also Justin Wally. Hope I said that name correctly. He is a corner back from Minnesota. Braylon Allen and Trayvon Henderson, I do believe, will be two players that are tied to the hip over the next two years, at least the next two years, because of the positions they play. And I do think, if not next year or the year after, I think both of them will be up to be in the running to win the Doak Walker Award, which is awarded to the best running back in college football. Braylon Allen is one of those gentlemen, just like Quinn Ewers that just left Ohio State. Braylon Allen reclassified. He is 17 years old, about 200, I think, 40 pounds. He is a big, big boy. Most 17-year-old young men are not built like him. They don't run like him. And that young man is fun to watch. I do think over the next couple of years, you're going to see these two gentlemen tied at the hip. Best running back in the Big Ten. Also, possibly the best running back in college football in the entire country. Both of them have work to do. Neither one of them is a finished product. Both of them are still going to hit the weight room and hit the weights. And Braylon Allen hitting the weights and chiseling, chiseling out is going to be scary. Just like Trevion Henderson chiseling out and hitting them weights. That'll be scary for opposing defenders as well. I do think all three of these guys need to play a lot against Utah. I was not planning on doing uh, Utah talk right now or Rose Bowl talk or Diving into that today, but based off the thoughts that are still in my mind about that Michigan game, because your boy is not satisfied, your boy is not happy with how that game went. I do think all three of these individuals need to play a lot more. Denzel Burke going to start, Henderson going to start. I I understand if they don't start Tyreek Williams. I think Tyreek needs to play a lot, be in rotation. I mean, maybe if he's like second D tackle off the bench, I get it. I know you have a lot of D tackles that are in rotation. Sometimes the rotation confuses me because some stuff does not go like you would think it should. But Tyreek Williams, I cannot wait to see his growth over the next two years. These three gentlemen need to be praised for how they handled themselves. The double-digit win season had two losses. It was not the successful season that people thought it would, and it did not end in the way that people thought it was going to end. Many people, myself included, thought this was going to be a team that was in the playoff, had the talent, had the skill, had a lot of things that made it be or made it look like it should be a playoff team. But when the rubber meets the road and when things were played on the field, they are not. However, this foundation – with these three gentlemen, 
is huge. One thing we remember from the Michigan game is that Ohio State lost the battle in the trenches. Also, Tyleek Williams, even though he's a true freshman, and even though he's going to get beat up by the older gentleman, he was not on the field a lot. If you need a big body, some mass, a guy that can move, a guy that can elude tack, elude blockers very, very quickly, Tyleek Williams, I think, should have played more, deserved to play more, based off how he had played previously, and I think it should happen against Utah. Now, the one thing I don't know is if he was someone that was a healthy scratch of where he was someone that was available but did not play due to illness. That I do not know. I know that the Buckeyes had numerous players sick throughout the week. Not sure what was going around, and I don't know if that was something that was hurting Williams in that game. And even it could have messed up Denzel Burke because we saw a play from him that did not look like the player that we have seen. Henderson, Williams, Burke, congratulations for being named true freshman All-American by 24-7 Sports. And obviously, I think a lot more amazing plays from all three of these gentlemen, not just over the next two to three years, but also in about a month on New Year's Day against the Utah Utes. What is a holiday memory you have with Omaha Steaks? With the holidays right around the corner, Finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code COLLEGE, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code COLLEGE. Achieving gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaStakes.com, keyword college. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are tapped into Locked On Buckeyes here on a Tuesday. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. The Buckeye basketball team is back in the top 25. After the Fort Myers tip-off, and there was a loss against Florida on the day before Thanksgiving, I was somebody, and I was texting some people saying, hey, the Buckeye basketball team, they're a work in progress. They have a lot going on. The loss of Justice Suing, Eugene Brown missed I know he missed a Duke game. I think he missed a few more games. Other than that as well, Seth Towns still recovering from a back injury. I mean, some stuff, You some players are off the bench. They're not in. They're not playing right now. This team is a work in progress. Issues with, issues with turnovers. Issues with players stepping up. Issues with distributing the ball. And really, not just turnovers. 
self-imposed turnovers were a big problem and detriment for the Ohio State basketball team. However, they followed up their performance and their play in the Fort Myers tip-off with an upset win over the Duke, Blev- Duke Blue Devils Excuse me, in Coach K's farewell tour. It was the second time, almost 10 years to the day, that the Ohio State Buckeyes upset the Duke Blue Devils in Value City Arena. And I, that time, that motto, this time, Chris Holtman, something about Ohio State, Duke coming to Columbus, that formula does not work well for them. And then they followed that up with a win over Penn State just Sunday evening, almost said a day ago, recorded this on a Monday evening, just a, just a couple days ago for the time of you listening to this podcast. And the Buckeyes, after the upset, I was wondering how they were going to follow up with that performance against Penn State. We all know Jamari Wheeler, the Penn State transfer, he had a little bit uh, He had a little bit added juice in the game. You saw early on he was a little bit more aggressive than we have seen him play of late. Also, the Penn State fans, they were they were booing him. I mean, he got the ball, but first, second possession, he got booed. Boo! Boo! You also saw them yell traitor at him as well throughout the game. I mean, it's fun, man. <laughs> the kids. I mean, it's what we do as sports fans. We do things when somebody leaves our team to let them know that we're not happy that they left our team. I don't do that. Let me just say, I say we as a collective unit. No, I, I try my best not to do that. I know some people do that. They have fun with it. It's just what people do. Also, there are players, there are fans in the student section that had um, spelled out. Each p- person had a letter planted on them. T-R-A-I-T-O-R, Trader. I was hoping I could spell that out correctly without stumbling over my letters and the words. Good job, Jay. <laughs> Very good job. Trader came out that 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 they were calling him and it was written on their chest. I I get it. It happens. But Ohio State won that game. Ohio State beat Duke. And Ohio State is back in the AP Top 25. They're number 21 in this week's AP poll. After being out of the AP Top 25 for at least two, maybe three weeks, they are 6-2 and two on the season. The other Big Ten teams that are in the AP Top 25, Purdue is number one for the very first time in school history. You have Michigan State's number 19. They're up three slots. They're 7-2 and two on the year. Wisconsin, the opponent that'll that Ohio State will play this Saturday. Wisconsin's number 22. They are 7-1 and one on the season. This Buckeye basketball team, as I say, they're a work in progress. As I look at their growth, as I look at how they have progressed, early on, first two games, I said, there is no way this basketball team can have Zed Key be their second-leading scorer and win consistently. But when we saw against Duke, Zed Key's performance he continues to get better, and as I say, Zed Key, mm, Zed Key is being a better player than I have projected him be this year. You have Malachi Branham, who is stepping up in a big way, 5 of 9 in Sunday's game against Penn State, the 12-point win that the Buckeyes had. He had 11 points. You also had Kyle Young, who had a season high in 16 points on this se- on the season, 4 for 5 from the field. All four of his field goals were three-point shots. He was 4 for 4 from downtown. He also had all four of his free throws. Which have hurt Ohio State in previous games. Ohio State was 83% from the free throw line, shooting 10 of 12. They also shot 44% from downtown, 12 for 27. Might want to cut down those attempts because I know you got guys that want to shoot from downtown. Cut down on those attempts and add on the points in the paint where Ohio State had 28 points in the paint. 
the biggest thing from the game against Penn State, which I do believe is going to be big for them down the road, Ohio State had 29 points off the bench. Penn State only had five. If you want to win conference games, if you want to win close, tough matchups against teams that know you very, very well, you're going to need others, the others, somebody in that group of players that's not one of the stars on the team to step up. The one scary thing that might be scary about this year's basketball team just assuming it is not back. He will come back, I do believe, at some point. Eugene Brown is back on the court. I believe he played against Penn State. No, Eugene Brown did not play against Penn State, but he did dress in that game. And then also, Seth Towns will possibly come back. Seth Towns battled injuries going back to even his days at Harvard. So that's one thing that he's been battling for quite a long time. But when it comes down to it, when they get suing back, assuming that they do, when they get Seth Towns back, assuming that they do, assuming Eugene Brown does something is a piece off the bench, not maybe not a, a scoring piece, but a defensive piece in a body that Ohio State can use. Those three players, man, this, this team could be fun to watch. I'm not, I'm not saying Final Four. I'm not going that far. I don't think the, I don't think that at all. What I do think is Chris Holman is the right coach for this team, and this team is getting better. Their toughness. Is gritty. They're going to grind out wins. They got Wisconsin coming up. They have Kentucky coming up on the 18th of December. The Las, Las Vegas Classic. I know it's on Vegas. It's on CBS. They're going to have a more tough test coming up very, very quickly. The way that they have played so far this season is a good indicator of more tough grind out wins coming up very, very soon. Happy the Buckeyes, Holtman's boys, are back in the AP Top 25. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Locked on Buckeyes. You can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. Remember, whenever you're listening to Locked on Buckeyes, either in your car, at the gym, wherever you might be, take a screenshot, take a picture, tweet it out, tag me in it. I'll give you a retweet. Put it in the Instagram story. I'll share that thing as well. Let everyone know where you go to enjoy, to stay up to date with your Ohio State football and back basketball teams, Locked on Buckeyes, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. Guys, it's a Tuesday. I'm out of here. We're back tomorrow talking about more football stuff, what the Buckeyes need to do to prepare for the Utah Utes in their matchup on New Year's Day.